Hey friends, welcome to the Intuitive Mother Podcast, the podcast created to help you awaken, heal, and connect to your truth and your desires as you journey home to you in the midst of motherhood. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teen daughters, intuitive life coach and Reiki healer, creator of The Awoken Woman and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as if we are on my sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth on all things motherhood and womanhood to guide your journey home with a friendly and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother Podcast. I am so glad that you are here with me today because it marks the first episode in a three-part series that I wanted to bring to you as we start our summer off strong. This series holds a special place in my heart and in really the life of my family because of what it is about. So I was trying to think of different ideas and inspiration and episode titles that I wanted to bring to you. And as you know, I often roll with the punches and episodes are off the cuff and whatever inspiration I get that week, that's where I show up in the real talk of motherhood. And I was just outside with the pup and thinking to myself about the past couple of weeks. And out of nowhere, I had this inspiration for this series. And it is all about healing in motherhood. The first episode today, as you can see by the title, is dedicated to the partners who are holding space for our healing. We're going to continue next week with the episode dedicated to our children who witness our healing and then wrap up this three-part series with a special episode to your heart, our hearts, within the healing, within, within our healing. So These episodes, like I said, hold a special spot in my life because this is something that I have navigated myself over the last couple of years. And I know that I've always been very open and like to just have real conversation and share a lot of stories about my past and my motherhood journey and This is a big part of it, this healing, the concept and thought of healing. And to be honest, when I got started on my healing journey many, many years ago, I didn't realize that's what I was in the beginning stages of. I thought I was stuck and unsure of what I wanted my career to be. I thought I needed something more than what I was doing at our local hospital. I thought that I was burnt out from caregiving for my grandparents. I thought that I was looking at the age of 35, 40, and thinking, 
oh my goodness, like time is flying by. I've got to get my act together. I thought I was behind. And we all know that the truth is we are not behind. We are exactly where we are meant to be. But even in those early stages of my personal healing journey, some would call it my spiritual awakening, I did not recognize that it was a healing journey. I solely thought I was at an age where I was just looking to put some puzzle pieces together to make sense and feel whole and complete. And what I ended up doing was starting down a path of working with coaches and healers and reading a lot of self-help books and journaling and meditating, all of which started to make very clear to me areas of my life that needed to be healed. And healing is an ongoing process. So what I have found, and I always hear this said, is that it's like an onion and you peel back a layer and you heal it. You do the work. And then another layer is right there ready to be pulled back. And this is very, very true. And it has been years of this awakening, this healing journey that I have been on. And what came so strong to me as I was determining what I wanted to bring to you in today's episode was that I wanted this series on healing to be dedicated to those that most closely are affected and most definitely feel the energy of that healing because they're in the home with you. So today's episode, like I said, is about the partners that are holding space for us while we are healing. And this healing may be something from our childhood, something from our, you know, teen years, college years, marriage, a previous relationship, the relationship with our parents, our siblings, our grandparents, any, any relationship, the relationship within ourselves, our relationship with food, our relationship with, you know, just our bodies, any of those relationships that there's something that just doesn't feel quite right or, you know, maybe for you and you're listening and it's obvious to you what that healing is. Maybe you were in an abusive relationship and there's healing or your childhood had a lot of trauma and you're healing from it or you don't even realize that you need to heal from this trauma of your past because you're still not awake to the idea that that was trauma that you endured. But there's something inside of you that just doesn't feel quite right. And I know I used to say to my husband, I feel like there's something missing. Like, I I don't know who I am. I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I'm happy with you. I'm happy with our daughters, but something's not right. 
and I couldn't put my finger on it for the longest time. And like I said, I started the journey thinking I was solely looking for a career change that when my daughters would get older, I would now have this under control. And if you could see me now, of course, I am giving air quotes to that because we are never in control. (laughs) And um, I was, of course, trying to have control, but, you know, we're, we're going through the motions and I was trying to control everything and I just didn't know what was missing. And what I found was that there was a lot of trauma to heal. There was a lot of my past that I had to come to terms with. There was even a lot within my current relationships that needed healing some of which still need healing. And some of that was even the relationship with myself. And I share a lot about that as I talk about, you know, my daughter and her journey with disordered eating and how that played out into what is my relationship with food and with my body. And I talk about it in the context of my older daughter and her moving away at least her hope is to go further away for college and my relationship with her and the relationship that she has with um, taking these steps that I would have at that age either not been allowed to do or been scared to do because of the anxiety that held me pretty tightly to our area. So I talk a lot about it in motherhood, but today, given that we just celebrated Father's Day, I wanted to dedicate it to our partners. For me, that is my husband. And really, I owe him so much of just so much of how far I have come because it was him holding a very sacred and strong foundation and space for me to start that healing journey. And I recognize that there's not always the case that the partner of the person starting down the path of a spiritual awakening or their own healing is open and ready to hold that space and understanding of it. And I will say as a side note, it was not always easy. It was not always something that was understood because we all come from different areas of life. We are all in our own journey. And so to understand each other's is at times difficult. But he held the space so well. And what really impacted myself and our daughters was how strong and stable he remained within the time period that I went um, headfirst into my healing. And I could give you details and lots of stories about him holding this space and how he did that. And to be honest, a lot of it was a learning curve. I needed someone to talk more and he's very quiet and um, 
started to feel like he didn't have the answers. And that was in a time frame where then I was healing this wound around just not being enough and not being worthy. And some of it even played into not trusting myself and not trusting what I knew what I wanted or what I was feeling inside. And instead I had been going to him and asking him, can you tell me what you think about this? What, you know, what would you do? And he was faced with many, many questions. He was faced with many, many tears from myself. I'm sure a lot of his own worries and um, frustration over everything that I was going through. I know he would often mention what would be scary for him was that like he couldn't help me, that I had to journey through it on my own. And what he did so well, though, is that he just remained my constant, that I knew he was there and he was standing by my side and had my back even as I felt like I was crumbling inside and not doing the best job showing up as a wife, as a mother, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter, whatever it might be. He would be my constant reminder that he was there and that reminder would really resonate for me to know that I could keep going one foot in front of the other and that I was walking through the discomfort to get to the joy. And if any of you are on a similar journey, you don't know what it is yet, there's just something missing, or you know that there's healing that needs to be done because of your past, and you have a supportive or a non-supportive partner, I wanted to share with you some of the top thoughts and tips that I had as we are always going to still be in the midst of my journey, but how the tips that I have found that have helped him help me. So to get started, the top tip is to allow space. One comment I can remember is that I just had so much I was trying to process, so many questions, so much on my mind that it was almost like he'd come in the door from work and I would just simply bombard him with my thoughts. And it was like every night, I think he was afraid to sit down on the sofa because I would have more thoughts that I wanted to process. And I really had to learn to allow space and to start journaling, honestly, to get those thoughts out on paper versus needing to process them with him, knowing then as we walked through that journey that processing them was actually very difficult for him because A, he didn't understand it, B, it wasn't his journey, and C, it scared him because he wanted to take care of me and there was some that was really deep and dark and ugly and it was hard for him to know what to say or what to do. So to allow that space and allow the space 
to just come into being there with each other again, instead of needing the constant conversation to process what was going on. Uh, essentially, early on, I basically transitioned him not just for my partner, but to partner and therapist. And that was not the wisest idea. <laughs> and um, as it played out, I ended up working with coaches and healers and really built some strong friendships that were there also for me versus just laying the heavy and the hard on my husband. So that top tip definitely is to allow the space for them to breathe, allow space for you to breathe. And in that space, I believe it leads us to the tip number two, which is to be vulnerable. And to me, that's being vulnerable in conversation. Be open. There may be things that you uncover on your healing journey that you have never talked about with someone else. Even your partner of many, many years. My husband and I are together almost 27 years, almost married 20. And there were pieces that were coming out in my healing journey that I was remembering that he had never heard before. Obviously, because I had never remembered them. And then there were things that he did hear, but it was still a struggle to, you know, really share some of them. So I had to really learn to lean into my own vulnerability. And within being vulnerable with him was also being vulnerable with myself, being willing to own what I was feeling inside, whether that impacted our relationship, um, our family, you know, even what we were going to be doing as a family, whether that's vacations or how we're interacting with certain people, it was all part of the conversation. And once I, you know, allowed space and started to really feel into what I needed and journal through that, I was able to get much more vulnerable with him and vulnerable for my needs as well. And I don't know how many of you are listening that are not used to sharing your needs, saying them out loud, honoring them, even acknowledging that you have needs, but you do. And it's quite possible that you have just pushed them down so far because you really felt in your lifetime that your worth was solely through doing for others. But as you allow that space and as you get vulnerable and you start your healing journey, it will become very aware in your heart and soul what needs you have. And to be vulnerable and share them with your partner is a huge benefit to your relationship and being open and honest and hearing each other. That is what all of us want at the core of our being is to be seen and to be heard. And so I believe that when you allow that space and you be vulnerable, you set the stage for being seen and being heard. And as my top tip Number three, I have to allow them in and allowing them in and allowing them to hear you and see you and hold that space for you 
to let the walls down that you may have been carrying for a lifetime that you're not even aware are so heavy that you have neck pain and constant migraines and stress, but allow them in. And truly also take time to also hear where they're coming from, hear how they're processing what you're telling them and be really open in that communication with each other and in what you need and what you're thinking about or going through so that you can continue to allow each other in to that deep area of your life and of your heart and soul and to really be there for each other in that way. These are the top three tips that come to mind for me. These are the tips that I feel like they merge and there's some blurred lines because they all sort of just happen simultaneously as you allow the walls to come down and you start to share on your healing journey with your partner. And so they all naturally unfold, but they are really important if you are looking to maintain a solid and strong relationship through your healing journey. I think for another time and place, I will do an episode on, you know, a spiritual awakening and how it impacts your marriage. Because I had so many people would say to me, a lot of times women on a spiritual awakening will end up divorced. And that scared me to pieces, but I also knew that something didn't feel right inside. So these tips that I share are truly to help guide you and help you understand that it is possible to navigate your healing and remain married and to even grow closer through that healing journey through the ups and downs, the dark memories that come out or the conversations that are deep and, you know, you need to have with your partner that are scary to talk about. It is possible to grow even closer. And it is so important to honor how they hold the space for us. And while we deserve to receive that love. I feel so deeply that on the flip of it, to honor and witness that they are holding space and loving us through this journey. It is, in my eyes, one of the most crucial and one of the most heartwarming roles for a partner to witness and hold space for their love to heal. And in the end, when they are, you know, we're going through the healing and things are starting to feel better and we're starting to understand ourselves more or where this is coming from or where that's coming from, I just think the joy in the end of really being open and vulnerable and holding that space and allowing them in, you see this 
result of joy in your marriage, of a deeper connection in your partnership. And it is something that I believe is there for each of us on this journey if we take those steps. And remember to love on them and really honor that role that they're playing in our healing journey. Because for myself, I know that the journey would have been much, much harder without my husband by my side, holding my hand, having my back, being a strong foundation, being the rock of our family when I was not able to necessarily be as strong as what I had hoped to be. And so that there is the first part in a three-part series on healing in motherhood and journeying through your healing and your spiritual awakening in a sense and how the partner, your partner holds that space and how important that is and how to navigate it, how to know that you're not alone on that journey and that you know, it is possible to remain strong in your partnership and your relationship throughout your healing journey. I hope it enlightened you. It brought you some thoughts and ideas. Side note thought is to maintain date nights and intimacy because they are needed and such an important part of your relationship and can to continue them throughout that healing journey to allow that space to still be, you know, the couple that you are. So I hope that this episode gave you inspiration if you are also on a healing journey. Of course, I would love to to be there for you, hear from you, hear any ideas and thoughts that you had on this episode or on the podcast. And as always, I am so thankful for anyone who leaves a review and helps share the word on the Intuitive Mother podcast. I look forward to bringing you the next episode, part two in this series next week. Until then, have a great one. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Intuitive Mother Podcast. I am so deeply grateful for each and every one of you that has listened in, whether it's your 50th episode or first episode, you taking the time to share this sacred space with me means the world to me and warms my heart. I would love to hear from each and every one of you about what interviews you loved and what you want to hear more of. Drop me a line at Angie at AngieSchaefer.com. On my website, you can also learn more about the programs that I'm offering and the coaching and healings that are also available for each one of you as you journey home to your sacred self. I am thankful for you spending your time with me and I cannot wait to share another episode with you next week. Have a great day.